Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we're going to be looking at Psalms 49 through 52 as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan. Now starting this morning in Psalm 49, Psalm 49 is a psalm of the sons of Korah. And this psalm deals with a lot of the issues that are typically found in the wisdom books. In particular, we see a lot of connections between the content of this psalm and the book of Ecclesiastes. Now, as I was reading the Reformation Study Bible in my preparation for this study, they noted that this psalm is one of the most difficult to translate and interpret correctly. However, using the interpretive key that was given to us by Jesus on the road to Emmaus, I think that we can rightly identify the gospel in this psalm. We see throughout the psalm the importance of living in light of our inevitable death. Yet we also see a clear hope in the resurrection of the dead. The key to this psalm comes to us in verses 7 and 15. In verse 7, we read this, that no man can ransom another or give to God the price of his life. There we see the bad news, that because of our sin, we are unable to save ourselves. And no human agent will ever be able to accomplish our salvation. But in verse 15, we read that God will ransom my soul from Sheol. Even though no human agent, including ourselves, can save us, we know, based on this psalm, that God can. And we know that God did through the person and work of His Son, Jesus Christ. Psalm 50 is a psalm of Asaph. This psalm calls upon God's people to worship God with prayer and thanksgiving. And it levels a very harsh rebuke against those hypocrites who worship God with their lips, yet their hearts are far from Him. We see in this psalm that outward religious conformity is not the same as saving faith. We see that simply performing the correct rituals or the proper religious rites does not equate to true obedience from faith. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 14 that whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. So all of our outward conformity is worthless, filthy rags, as Isaiah tells us, if it does not proceed from saving faith. We must first have our hearts replaced, our hearts of stone, replaced with hearts of flesh. We must be raised from our deadness and sin, and we must have the blood of Christ to cover us. Only then, when we have been given the gift of faith, will we be able to obey God rightly. Psalm 51 is a psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone to Bathsheba. This psalm is a powerful psalm that demonstrates to us us the proper recognition of sin and posture of repentance. It is in this psalm that David rightly states that sin is first and foremost against God. It is in this psalm that he says, against you and you only have I sinned. Now, David sinned against a lot of people when he committed adultery with Bathsheba and subsequently had Uriah killed to cover his sin. He sinned against Bathsheba herself by committing adultery with her. Um, he sinned against her and Uriah in that act. He also sinned against her and Uriah when he had Uriah killed. Uh, he also sinned against his own family, his own wife and children, and against the nation of Israel, and the list goes on and on. But David realized that sin, though it has effects on those around us, is ultimately and primarily an affront to a holy God. 
He models for us in this psalm how we ought to be broken over our sin and how we should turn to God in repentance and faith. And Psalm 52 is a mascal of David when Doeg the Edomite came and told Saul, David has come to the house of Ahimelech. Again, in the title, we are given the particular circumstances surrounding the writing of this psalm, which we read about in 1 Samuel 22. We see David pronouncing a judgment on the wicked and shows that their misplaced hope in themselves will ultimately be their undoing. Rather than placing hope in our own efforts, the psalmist instructs us to place our hope and trust in the steadfast love of Almighty God.